Hey, this is Cody Rhodes, and you're listening to WNF. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Bear, And we welcome you to episode 413 hey. of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Awesome. Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Abe. So welcome to the show. We've got lots to talk about this week. We're going to talk about Double or Nothing. We're going to talk about Raw, SmackDown. We've got NXT TakeOver to talk about. We've got some hot topics as well. So that's weird. That's the TakeOver with nothing by it. Like no. Well, this is the weekend of Jeddah, right? No, that'll be the following. Uh, so it's nothing. It's just a TakeOver by itself. Right. Not followed by a pay-per-view. Correct. Okay. That is correct. Um, so we've got lots to talk about. Um, Tyler, how you doing? I'm all right. You hanging in there? I'm hanging in there. Did you have a good uh, good weekend? Mm-hmm. I know I sure did. I am recovering from this. <laughs> the hole in your hand? Puncture wound. All right. Yeah. Well, thankfully, you will be okay. I will be okay. That's I will always, survive. You will, you will survive. Um... Yeah, we had double or nothing. Um, also, what it dropped today at the Chris Jericho podcast. Yes. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that as well. John Moxley. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so lots to cover this week. So, um, I know I had my uh, my birthday um, birthday celebration, and mm-hmm. that was lots of fun. So we got to sit down and order um, double or nothing. Had a lot of fun doing that. So. Um, so we'll we'll just dive right into it. How about that? Um, so double or nothing. The first pay per view for all elite wrestling. Um, before we go match by match, what do you think overall? I think overall is good. Yeah, there's little things they can work on that will iron out over time. But all in all, good. Yeah. Did you uh, did it meet or exceed your expectations, or was it below your expectations? I thought met it. Met it? Yeah. That's not bad. Okay, cool. Um, so let's see. We, we kicked Double or Nothing off with the, uh, with the Casino Battle Royal. I missed half of it. Which, it was really fun. It was, a lo- it was very interesting. I liked the fun way... Fun but weird. Like, I can't put my finger on it. There's something I don't like about it. Hmm. I don't know what, but all in all, I did like it too. So I'm half and half. I thought it was good in the sense that it was something different. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a little unique. It starts off as, imposed, as opposed to two men in the ring. It starts with five, um, and then they enter in waves, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool. Um, they, I mean, let's be honest. This is their first ever pay-per-view, so they have a few kinks to work out. Um, I was reading other reviews and other articles, and there were like some people who didn't like the battle royal, and it was like mm. the comedy in it wasn't that great and stuff. I was like, to my knowledge, 
or for I remember, the only like comedy I really remember is Orange Cassidy. I don't yeah. know what else. And I loved that. Yeah, that was good. That was um, awesome. But I don't remember anything else to be honest with you. Yeah. Um when the groups made their way, there was one person at the end of the second group or third group, uh, Sean Spears kind of walked out by himself, had a hood on. Well, he was the 10th man the tenth in, man. Into, into it. So, yeah. So, they had four people come out, and he came out shortly thereafter being the 10th man in the uh, in the match. So, I mean, that was cool. So he was wearing um, green contacts. Yeah. What yeah. was up with that? Bright know. green. That was like... Uh, He's actually bigger than I thought he is. Yeah. And that's that's the crazy thing is like you see him in WWE and it's like oh he's a tiny guy and then you see him in in their arena and you're like oh okay yeah. either he's bulked up a little bit or he's I think just, he's bulked up a little bit but I think he's bigger than we think because there's a lot of small guys around and yeah AEW a lot of smaller uh, smaller wrestlers in the uh, yeah. in the arena we got to see Tommy Dreamer got to see Orange Cassidy um, <laughs> Orange Cassidy oh my gosh I don't, I really don't know how Tommy Dreamer survived those kicks I know man it was he's, intense he couldn't even block him. Yeah, it was insane. I like that after he hit him, he did that kip up. Yeah, it's still hands still in his pocket. That yeah. was that was great. Um, there is a dude I don't really know too much about, but I kind of like him. Even though we, didn't, uh, we don't have too much to go off of, but uh, he's a big dude, Luchasaurus. Yeah, dude who choked slammed Joey Janela through that table. And we <laughs> thought that messed up Joey Janela. Yeah, that was pretty sick. Yeah. Um that was kind of like Ooh, And he's God. also signed a contract with AEW recently. He has. They posted it. Yeah, so. they just announced Lucha that, that he's, uh, Speaking of, there's people that are um giving CM Punk like hard time. They're like, I don't know if they're serious or trolling him, but they were like, you're Luchasaurus under the mask. I'm like, Yeah, okay. Yeah, cuz uh CM Punk's that big. Yeah. No, for those who aren't aware but may have seen and this is kind of interesting cuz uh, through my wife, I've gotten into the show Big Brother. Mm-hmm. That is Luchasaurus. He was, he was a former guest on Big Brother. That's that dude. Yeah, the one who was uh, dating one of the twins. Wow. <laughs> I forgot. I was like, I remember he's a wrestler, but I thought nothing came of it. That's yeah. that dude. Okay, That's cool. Him. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, so it looks like he's gotten a career, and he is nice. Luchasaurus. So pretty cool. Congratulations I to like him. I like that name, by the way. Yeah. I like he's a big dude and I I, I like the mask I like the name mm-hmm. it's awesome um, <laughs> other people in there M- I'm, I'm gonna tell you what MJF shined when he was talking oh, yeah. he's a, he's like younger than us he's I like, think he's like 23 he's like early 20s he is going to be a huge star in oh the my world. gosh he, he is an amazing heel yes he is I he's, don't know if you've been catching being the elite but he's good on there too yeah his his, his facial expressions are so on point mm-hmm. his ability to to piss off the crowd is, is even great. someone that age that that's it, awesome and you yeah can only get better too from there and he's already good yeah uh for for someone who, who's only 23 i think he said i listened to an interview that he did and i think he said he's only been in the wrestling business for like four years for him to be that confident and show that kind of Charisma. I first heard of him from MLW. Yeah, Major League Wrestling. See, I hadn't, I hadn't, I don't really get to follow all the independent circuits like I would like to. Like, I have no idea what's going on in Evolve right now. I have no idea what's going on in Dragon Gate or any of those other promotions. And I'd really like to. I just <laughs> See, don't if you have can't the time. catch up, like him on Facebook. <laughs> I did follow him on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and one of the things in his interview that uh, that I chuckled at was uh you know he was being compared 
you know, because he's out there calling himself the best and the greatest. And it's like, well, what about a guy like John Cena? Well, John Cena is great. He's a good guy, but is he MJH or F, MJF? Uh, and there's like, well, what about uh, Brock Lesnar? Well, he's a legitimate badass, but is he MJF? Um, I don't know what organization is, if it was a certain Indies or Chikara or whatever, but like, uh, I don't know if it's still a thing, but MJF was the son of Colt Cabana. They played catch in the, in the ring and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And that's funny. It's just, it's cool to see how, how much he's got it down in such a little time. Just, I'm glad they let him talk and shine for a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think if, first of all, because they already have certain programs going forth um, for the next stuff, um, I think if they sign Sean Spears, they should have a little feud between Sean Spears and MJF Yeah, right I, now. I think that would be a good one. Yeah. Uh, and they certainly had their back and forth during the battle well, royal. Well, I mean, even in being the lead, he pretty much said, fuck you, Sean Spears. Yeah. No, that was Cody, wasn't it? No, he didn't uh, say pretty much. He said that. Okay, they're at a pool. Cody does a backflip, and he goes, oh, what was that? What was that? And they showed a 10. Uh, Cody uh, has a piece of paper that says 10, and then MJF's like, woo, fuck you, Sean Spears. <laughs> so, yeah, it's one of those things you have to, you'd have to check out on, uh, on YouTube. But uh, uh, there was a surprise Joker entrant, or the Joker, the person who drew the Joker was Hangman Adam Page, uh, since he was unable to have his match with Pac. Um, you know, I was thinking this makes sense because I think before the, the, they say uh, whoever wins gets the title shot before they canceled the Pac Hangman match. I believe so. Yeah, because I thought I think that was the stipulation from the beginning, and then they were like, "Okay, whoever the wins that," or maybe I don't know. I'm not. I don't recall when they. Uh, I be honest with you, I think they announced it after the Pac. Yeah, thing. After that fell out, and then they ended up having their match, and mm-hmm. you know, crowd was happy, and yeah, maybe. Either way, it's going to set up for a good match. Yeah, they had twenty-two people in this match. Yes, <laughs> 22, <laughs> twenty-two in the twenty-one man yeah. casino battle royal. Yeah, thank you to Orange Cassidy. I hope they sign him. I, I <laughs> Which, really do. I'll be honest; I don't think I've ever seen Orange Cassidy before. Yeah, before you haven't seen him yeah. before this. Uh, now you told me that he, he he's a comedy wrestler, but he also does wrestle like legit. Yeah, yeah, but he's a comedy wrestler. But you also said that he's wrestled as a different persona before. Yeah. Um, but this was my first time seeing the persona of Orange Cassidy. Yeah, and I about died laughing. Um, I went back and watched this clip this is, so many times over uh, the past few days. A few years ago, there's something I think you should watch. Um, Chuck Taylor had his own YouTube series called. Uh, the gentleman's club. Mm. I, don't th- I think I was watching it before years ago. I think you, I don't know if you, did you watch it with me? I may like have watched one. 12 episodes, but he's part of it. They're like, Oh, orange Cassidy's movie reviews. What do you think about this? It sucks. And then they, kind of <laughs> <laughs> he just, whatever he's kind of like this stuff like that. But he's in other skits and stuff too. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but hangman Adam page does end up winning the casino battle Royal. And, uh, would go on to you know secure a spot against yeah. the winner of Jericho and Omega for the for the championship. Um, oh, the, there's other things that we missed. Uh, some things I didn't like is some of the camera angles. 
Well, that's, that's they're trying to get their footing. Yeah, that's growing pains. That's something yeah. that's going to improve. You, they're going to get it down. Yeah, you know, um, uh, they had some. Okay, because really, Joe Janela and Jimmy Havoc are hardcore wrestlers. They yeah. do hardcore stuff because they they were focused on one thing. Before you know it, uh, Joe Janela had like a, a cigarette butt in his head, mm-hmm. and then uh, Jimmy Havoc was stapling people. Yeah, I think I think for that match, maybe the crew, the camera crew, got a little overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't exactly sure what to film, so they just filmed what they could, mm-hmm. uh, and they did miss a couple of things, and and they did throughout the pay per view. I will uh, admit. I'm going to say this off the bat. There's the things I don't like. I'm just going to say it right yeah. now. The camera angles, mm-hmm. they'll work on that. Some of the audio, they'll work on that. Yeah. Um, Make sure your commentators know what matches next. Yeah, because the Alex dude, <laughs> Alex dude, I'm, I don't know. I love Excalibur. I think he's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Ross flubbed some stuff too, I think. <laughs> well, you also have to think, when was the last time that he did commentary, period? You know. That might be a little bit of rust that he was shaking off. Maybe he's going. I, I need to give him more of a shot, to be honest with. You, but yeah. I was like, eh. By the, by the like end of it, Jim Ross. By the end of it, we were back to almost classic Jim Ross. I mean, if you go back and listen to him calling when John Moxley who appeared, who it was, if it was Alex or um, Excalibur, but when they were calling the matches, when you were watching the match, one of those guys kind of sounded like King a little bit. I don't know yeah. who it was. Yeah. Um, I don't believe it was Excalibur. Okay. I I, I, I'm not digging Alex, that guy. He came from, what, one of the sports background, football background, I think? Maybe. Uh, I guess I'll give him time. Yeah, I mean, because they have to, you know, as someone who has done color, color commentary before, it is a tough job, especially when you don't know yeah. the performers. Uh, I mean, you can go out there and, and be as generic, and as basic as you Especially if you're trying to do your homework and you got a lot of people in a battle royal like this and you got to remember people's yeah. names. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I didn't like uh, as far as the battle royal was Justin Roberts seemed unsure of, do I announce these people when they're coming out or do they not? Uh, there was a little bit of confusion of, okay, yeah. we we say the clubs, but no one knows who that's going to be. Um Another so, kink, yeah. But up. it's it's something again. It's something that's new. That was mm-hmm. it was a it was a new spin on on an old classic, and I dug it overall. I thought it was cool because you know you had some people who came in one by one, mm-hmm. uh, and then you had one where they started brawling before they even got to the ring. Oh yeah. So one I was dude like, okay. kicked some dude in the head. Yeah. <laughs> like what the heck? And so I'm like, okay, that's cool. I can, I can dig that. They're, yeah. They want to fight before the mat before they even get in the match. You know. Um, you know they did miss a few eliminations. I don't like the space between the ring and the well, guardrail. That was pretty tight. Well, that was them wanting to sell more seats, which. Yeah, fair it, enough. I guess for, for good reason because they ended up selling it out. Yeah. Twenty thousand large. Yeah, what was it? <laughs> they said something. No, you got to round up. You got to yeah. round up. Yeah, I like no, the dude, shots this, they would take at WWE. This place only seats thirteen thousand. Yeah. Well, no, it's professional 20, wrestling. 000? You got yeah. to round that up. <laughs> Twenty five, easy. Yeah. Um, and then you can include the the staff involved. So we're up to thirty thousand, easy. <laughs> I love I love those guys' humor, mm-hmm. and I like the shots that they take and stuff. But some are playful. Yeah, I think. Um, let's see. Another pre-show match was uh, Kip Sabian versus Sabian. Sabian, sorry, Sabian versus uh, Sammy Guevara. Guevara, Guevara. Com- commentators didn't know they were <laughs> going back and forth. Um, what's up, Jason? 
Uh, thanks for checking us out on uh, yeah. Facebook Live. Which oh yeah, we're on Facebook Live right now. Yeah, <laughs> little late to the party yeah. on that one. Um, high energy. Mm-hmm. Um, the first singles match of AEW. Yeah. Uh, and one of the few, I might add. There were a lot of tag matches in this yeah. pay per view. No, I think it was high energy. I I didn't dislike it, mm-hmm. but it was a good opener. Mm-hmm. Um, see, and and one of the things that I really liked about the uh, the battle royal is that they did add that stipulation where the winner goes on to face you know the winner of the main event. See, that adds importance. That makes you want to tune in. When WWE does their pre show, they just throw matches on there. No importance. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. We're just having it just to kill time. On here. Hey, we won't, we're we're going to tempt you to yeah. buy the pay per view, and then we're also going to have a reason for you to tune in. I also like, I don't know if it was before the battle, no, because I wasn't there. It had to be after a battle royal when they were um, they had some backstage segments. Mm-hmm. Like that was right Ke- before the show started uh, when Kenny was looking on the yeah, <laughs> and then uh, Matt ran into Michael Nakazawa. If you know, if you've been watching Being the Elite, you will know who he is. See, I haven't seen enough episodes, so I haven't seen him on that on that particular one. Uh, it was just the dude that Kenny hired from, I guess, Japan. Mm-hmm. It's the oily dude. Yeah. And no, I got he, that one. He hired him. That but Matt's like, who is this guy? And then, because Kenny didn't tell Matt Matt at all, and Matt is just like freaking out. It's like, <laughs> Michael Nakazawa, they offered him like a... Uh, like uh, a lot of money in his contract. It's like, who the hell is this dude? Who the hell? And he, some started, nobody. he started going crazy, like so crazy that everyone he talked to, uh, the words out of their mouth was, uh, the words out of their mouth was Michael Nakazawa, Michael Nakazawa, you know, like <laughs> stuff like that. So he was going nuts. It's in his head. He's yeah, losing his, his mind. Head, so Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Um, so then we got the actual show, SoCal Uncensored going up against the Stronghearts. Um Strong Hearts, I was not familiar with, but they put on a very the only entertaining match. I was match. familiar with the Shima, so. Yeah. And they went out and put on a very entertaining match. See, and that's the good thing about this pay per view. And, and that's what I, I feel a lot of fans who are complaining about AEW aren't really grasping. It's like. Who's uh, complaining? There's some people well, on the internet. I, yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to name specifics because there's too many to name. But this person and this but person. But people come out and they're like, oh, this this company is not going to be big because they don't have any big names. Well, they've got Chris Jericho. Now they've got John Moxley. People are obviously aware. They got of Cody. But here's the thing. Young Bucks. This is the opportunity to introduce and make new stars. Which I think they are going to. I mean, you got Adam Page. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, okay, everyone on there are going to be stars in their own right, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. Um, Adam Page, MJF, man, he's going to Yeah, be. like these are going to be, these guys are going to be the future of the wrestling yeah. industry, especially yeah. for AEW. Um, so you use guys like Jericho, you use guys like Moxley, you use guys like Cody and Goldust, who fans around the world might recognize. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, they're wrestling for this company? I might want to check that out. And, and then you go, oh, who are these new guys? Yeah. Wow, and, they put on an entertaining match. I think Omega's in his prime right Absolutely. now. So the people who are not familiar with him who have seen all of his great work, mm-hmm. this will be a chance for them to watch it on this, in which yeah. I have to say a lot of people have most likely seen Omega. Not everyone. Well, I mean, still, there are a lot of people who are like, who's this Kenny Omega guy? Mm-hmm. You know, like people who strictly watch WWE programming are unfamiliar with, yeah. with these people. I've heard about the first Kenny Omega and Chris yeah. Jericho. Yeah. So, so you know... 
being a podcast host where we talk about wrestling, I have been able to find out about some of these There's folks. There's a lot of people you haven't heard out through yeah, the years. And like exactly. Word the internet, word through my mouth or Doug's mouth, mm-hmm. especially Doug, because he knew a lot of people. Like, it's so crazy. I remember when he told me, he's like, do CM Punk's in WWE? I'm like, who's CM Punk? Exactly. Yeah, who's CM Punk? Daniel Bryan, another one. Like, oh, he seems cool. And you're like, oh, my God, Daniel Bryan. Like, Bryan Danielson, he's in WWE. And, you know, through that, it became a fan of his. And so, you know, you y- you have to expand your mind a mm-hmm. little bit. You have to go out and find other wrestling. Um, you know, your Ring of Honors, your Impacts, your New Japans. They're, they're established places that you mm-hmm. can easily go and watch. And then you've got your Evolves, your Dragon Gates. But you also your, have you know, ta- indie, indie talent from mm-hmm. all around the world that are in lower indie. Yeah, talents that may not go to your local. Yeah, go to your local bingo halls. Go to so many. Even like, I can't even like name a lot of them. But I'm gonna like one on top of my head. I think is who's freaking amazing. Mm -hmm. Who I think it should be picked up by someone is ruthless Ryan Davidson. Yeah, from amazing talent. Booker T's promotion. Yeah, reality wrestling. Yeah, man. I mean, you go out and you find these places, then you see these new stars and you start following their process. That's what AEW is trying to do right now. There's a tag couple, a a tag team, who they're not local. They go around the United States and they are now facing some of the indie talent, like bigger indie talent, like uh, SoCal Uncensored stuff. But uh, if you get a chance, look up Jim Nasty Boys. (laughs) They're ridiculous, but Mm -hmm. they're, they're good. Yeah. So it's an opportunity for people to find find new stars so uh you know like you said you knew all but one of the strong hearts i didn't know any of them but i watched their match i was like that was an entertaining match i'd mm-hmm. like to see more from these guys uh but so and censor did end up getting the victory because obviously they've been an established tag team from uh one thing i gotta time. say though is and i was t- we were talking to doug and i was like it seems like all the main guys are gonna get their win yeah except for one but we'll get to that when we get to it except but, for the main one cause yeah because Jericho's a star, damn it. Yep. He'll got to win the, the first main event, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. After that, we got to see the ladies, Britt Baker, Kylie Ray, and Nyla Rose. Uh, and then we got a surprise um, as um, as Awesome Kong came out. Yeah. I wonder uh, if she has a contract with we were We were kind of... I was kind of thinking Brandy was going to insert herself into the match. That's she, what I thought. Because she, she came out and dressed in she her wrestling She was tricking gear. people. It's a classic swerve mm-hmm. yeah she bait and switched um but no awesome kong first surprise one of the first surprise entrants uh into uh double or nothing and the crowd went nuts for it that was a very nice addition yeah um and like you said is this a full-time deal or is it a one-time thing because there's so gonna... many questions with a few people we don't know yeah not for sure yeah, Sean Spears, one of them. Awesome Kong, another. There are a few others that it's kind of like, Orange Cassidy. I mean, yeah, that's full time material all the way, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, but I mean, it was it was a nice addition. I don't know if it helped any because it was your standard fatal four way. Two people get thrown to the outside. Two people fight in the ring. One person comes in, throws the other one out. Like it's your standard formula of how to do a fatal four way. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you do the same formula with a triple threat most of the time too. So, you know, I don't know if it helped or hurt, but it was still an entertaining match. Oh yeah, for um, sure. It got people talking cause Oh my God, people are aware of who awesome Kong is. 
So people are going to watch this match. Britt Baker, Kylie Ray, new, you know, Kylie Ray and New Star. Um, Nyla Rose, don't know much about her. So this is uh, a chance for her to shine as well. Yeah. And it felt like they all did it. They all went out and they proved what they can do. There are some people I read that are iffy about it. I don't think it was bad. No. By no means. I know people are. Not, not a single match on this card was, was bad. bad. It Nothing, was all yeah. good, great, or and amazing. I hate to say this, but you know how many WWE pay-per-views that their matches that are not good? Many. Many. There have been many. Um, so it was an entertaining match. Now, there was a... Was it this match or was it the, the women's six women what tag match it? where the, uh, the bell rang? I think it was the six... The Joshi match, yeah, where they they they, they ran the bell prior, yeah, yeah, that was that was a mishap. I mean, it. But happens. again, you know, it it's, happens. It's it's the first show, yeah, ever for those AEW. ladies put on a match. Even that, I did never even heard of her until they like said this uh, awesome Kong. Learn, even learned from her, and then also Doug said it, but Aja Kong. Mm-hmm. Uh, She's, you know, they like say a she's legend. a legend and stuff. And, and that brings... Even she's like 50. She's yeah. like 50. And that brings attention to AEW. Fans of hers mm-hmm. tuning in to watch this match. So they'll watch the other matches leading up to all it. Those, all those girls did... All those women, I should say. Yeah. Uh, did a great job. And mm-hmm. I mean, I may not remember their name. I have to go back I mean, to Yeah, names, I knew but, nothing about any of these ladies. And they but, put on a heck of a performance. Oh, yeah. So it's like... Dude. One looks like a genie. One looks like Freddie Mercury. What? Uh, the one that you, I guess you think looks like a genie to me was an anime come to life. Oh yeah, like because she was over exaggerating yeah. her emotions and stuff and like moving in an awkward. Someone way. said I'm that like, she's that's like anime. she's like the Kylie Ray of Japan. That they said, I, yeah. I could definitely see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but going back to the uh, the fatal four way match, Britt Baker ends up winning. Uh, DDS. She pinned. Uh, I forgot who Kylie right. I believe so. Yeah. Um, but it was a good match. It was enjoyable and. Uh, after that, we got to see Jack Evans and Hel- and Helico, excuse me, going up against the best friends. Holy shit, that was an amazing match. I'm not gonna lie, that was like. And you had high expectations for this one. Like yes, you were I hoping did. that this was gonna be the and match it met of the it. night, and probably went over a little bit. Yeah, um, they exceeded your expectations. Yeah, like so much, and like I know it's all about camera angles, all this stuff, the zooming and stuff. Yeah, it takes a little bit to get used to. I don't know if they're gonna keep on doing it or not, but whenever they came in the hug and zoomed out. What? Stuff, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, we like Googled how Jack Evans is what 36, 37. I didn't do that. Well, I did, and, <laughs> and uh, Doug said it was it, Jack Evans is his age. Oh, nice, that's um, cool. But no, man, those colors that they had on <laughs> there was, was some bright attire. Too much. It's like a highlighter, like leaked out on their outfit. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was pretty entertaining. You see them um, glowing in the dark. The matchup, the match itself, like Tyler said, was really good. And um, I've, and don't don't get me wrong, Chuck Taylor's been around and stuff, and I don't know what's the biggest stage he's been on. Maybe like TNA, mm-hmm. but man, I want him. He's been to, on Ring of Honor, yeah, yeah, Ring of Honor, okay. yeah. Uh, I want him, like him and Chuck, and him Chuck, him and Trent. To like, Trent? Put, yeah, put a rocket on their back, and like, I want them at least to be the tag team champions at one point. I, have they? Have they been? Uh, are they full time with AEW, or has that been? They are. Yeah, they signed. Okay, good, good, good. The good. best friends have signed. Did you notice that uh, they had an entrance video? Yeah. Have you seen all the stuff leading up like the about aliens, that? Yeah, stuff on there, and 
um, who was it? Chuck, he sent out a tweet earlier today uh, with a screenshot of the conversation that he had with Cody about <laughs> getting, can we have like some dogs and aliens and stuff? And they're like, yeah, I think we can get that. <laughs> yeah. And was it Jim Ross? I love his shoes. I love uh, Chuck Taylor's. <laughs> there were some good quips from the commentary. Yeah. Um, I forgot what, what the what the spot was but someone did a dive out towards uh justin roberts yeah and uh, excalibur was like man don't, justin roberts better not get hurt or damaged on that that's a that suits a rental oh yeah dude what if it's so awesome <laughs> since they're on tnt now and like like chuck taylor's like see this and they're like we want to sponsor chuck taylor yeah what if we want we want you to wear our shoes. That would be awesome. Heck yeah, I'd take those. Yeah. I'd take that sponsor. Would you want some Chuck Taylor Chuck Taylors? <laughs> Other way around. Would you want some Chuck Taylors Chuck Taylor? No, oh, whatever. <laughs> Chucky T Chuck Taylors. I wonder if he would have to change his name for that. I don't know. They're like, no, we own the rights to Chuck Taylor. You can't say it on TV. Oh. Do they say Chuck Taylor or do they say Chucky e. T? Yeah, it depends. Because I know fast forward just a little bit uh post match and the lights yeah the lights go out and, uh, i knew like i know a little bit about these dudes i've seen them one time but they're the super smash brothers i know nothing about yeah them they didn't guys. say their names because they're gonna have to get a new name because they can't <laughs> do the super smash brothers super smash brother yeah i'm pretty sure nintendo won't like that <laughs> you won't like that I would like them to keep Super Smash Brothers, but but greedy Nintendo won't like it. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, greedy ass Nintendo, which I love. Um, <laughs> I love you and your games. Love you and your damn games, but you're gonna strip them of the, that name. How but no, um, I don't know what their their name is gonna be. But they them and their crew beat up, and Helico and Jack Evans and the best friends. So oh, yes, they did. And then they made a throne with yeah. the uh, with the minions. Yeah, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. After that, we got to see the uh, the women's match. That's which, a Joshi uh, match, right? Huh? The Joshi match with y- all the yes, with Aja Kong. Um, yeah. Again, I don't know anything about these ladies, but they did a great job. One hell of a match. One heck of a match. Yes, sir. Um, really enjoyable. What was that? Oh, no. oh okay. Um, you. Oh, I didn't catch this, but they said online. Um, Apparently, when Cody was arriving at uh, at that mm-hmm. venue or whatever, he got out of the car or something, and he had, like, a coffee cup. Uh-huh. And when he was drinking out of it, it said FTR on it. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I didn't. I don't remember him getting out of the vehicle, but someone screenshot it, and it had FTR on it. So. Mm. That's cool. That's pretty neat. Um, so, speaking of Cody, next matchup, Cody versus Dustin Rhodes. I'll be honest with you. Okay. I, would, I, would I didn't expect it. this match to be high on my list. Yeah, just because I'm not the biggest fan of Cody's wrestling. Hmm. Um, but dude, they told one hell of a story. Yeah, and I they think did. what got me though, whenever he got hit by that uh, cane. Yeah. Uh. Uh. So he bladed, bladed pretty deep, I guess, and because. Um, it was coming out of his head like uh, pouring sweat. Yeah. No, it was more than that. It was like someone turned a faucet on yeah. it in his forehead. Because I haven't seen something like that in a long time. I think a lot of people were comparing it like the last time that we've seen a match that bloody 
was uh, like an Eddie Guerrero match. Um, I'm trying to remember. I think it was either versus JBL or Brock Lesnar, um, where they had just a bloody fight. Um, Yeah, and it it, it turned out good, man, even Mm -hmm. though... We were all worried for Dustin. Yeah, I mean that's it. Certainly got us invested in the match um, because you start wondering, oh my god, is he going to be okay? Yeah, like, he's losing a lot of blood now. Yeah, like, it kind of made you forget about the old days of how much they could bleed and and keep on fighting and stuff. Um, because I was like, I mean, like I've seen people bleed like, before. This is, too like, this is fucking too, much. like it's still going. It's still going. Like five minutes later, getting he's in his still eyes. Bleeding. Yeah, it's all over, Cody. Like every time uh, he put his head down and he'd lift his head up, it just oh yeah, stream of Cody blood. has red hair now. Yeah, um, yeah, no. Um, I will say this: as Frank Reynolds would say, it was a bloodbath. It was a bloodbath, toe knife. <laughs> um, for the short amount of time they advertised this match and put a little story to it, mm-hmm. and from from that point to the match, from that match in the match to them talking about you know i need a partner for the next event mm-hmm. it went fast but it all worked out yeah. i know everyone's entitled to their own opinion they have different ways of the thinking wrong opinions. booker t on his uh thing said you know he didn't get it because it was so quick and stuff mm. it wasn't telling that much a story how did he say it how do you put it? i don't know but it was story I, I think it worked out to be honest with you yeah well, because at the end of at the end of the match, uh, Dustin was unraveling his laces mm-hmm. as if to signify him taking my boots off, leaving them in the ring. And that's going to be it, I need a brother. Uh, yeah, Cody came in and said, "No, you're not retiring tonight. That's not going to happen. Um, I've signed us. I'm signed up for a tag match. I don't need a um, partner. I don't need a friend. I don't need a friend. I need my brother. <laughs> um, and that was, you know." It was an emotional yeah. moment, for but sure. it, I was so surprised how much I liked it. Yeah, just because I guess I felt so strong. I don't like Cody's wrestling that yeah. much, to be honest with you. I like his character. I like where he's going, and I don't know. But it worked out, to be honest with you. Yeah, it did. I liked it. Um, it's a really good match. Um, worth checking out. Yeah, if for, you're, sure, for sure. If you're a little queasy, you don't like a whole lot of blood, <laughs> maybe not the match for you. But uh, suck it up, Buttercup. No, no, even then, I like. Even I was kind of like. No, we're yeah, all this like that. Like, like this is this is too this much. Is, it's a lot. It was a lot. But uh, stop but the damn match. <laughs> Cody ended up getting the victory. Uh, after that, we got a surprise. Bret Hart. <laughs> Man, I wonder what Vince was thinking when this was going on. Okay, so is he under contract? With WWE? No. Legends? No. No. I'm guessing not. Okay. Because, so uh, but what's shocking is like he was just inducted again into the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah. Like um, two months ago. It's a crazy little segment. It was good for MJF. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I loved it. Oh, watch out, Brett. <laughs> I love that. Oh, God, stuff. there's a fan. Um, then everyone came out. The one thing I did not like camera angles with the belt. It was hard to see. Oh, check well, out. Like, here's the, here's like the, like the camera. Oh, here's the belt. Yeah. Here's well, belt. that could also be on, on Brett's fault for not holding it long enough. Cause yeah. he kind of like held it. Like he didn't, they didn't even unravel it on camera. 
Yeah. It was like they had they had this weird thing. Hangman Page was in the ring with Bret Hart. MJF comes out and says, you need to relinquish your spot. Jungle Boy comes out. Jimmy Havoc comes out. And they kind of chase MJ off, MJF off. And next thing we know, Brett's holding the title and, he, <laughs> and he's like spinning, but he's doing it. He's doing it really fast. So at that point, and I even noticed that the cameraman on the the right hand side was like, "Hey, hey, hey, show you know, show me the camera." And so Brett Holt, you know, hands the belt off to the to the other guy who was in the ring. I forget his name, um, but he hands it off to him and he holds it in front of the camera. But we don't get to see that front yeah. view. But uh, I did get to see pictures of it Me later. Too. Um, it's all right. Yeah, I, I like it. I like. I think it's got the grow on me. I don't think it sucks. Yeah, but I don't think it's amazing. It's, um, not, it's not ugly. That's for not sure. Twenty four seven belt. Jeff Hardy and Mardi Gras belt. Yeah, ugly. But I mean, I don't think it's bad. I really don't. Yeah. I just it's gonna just. I mean, for me to like think it's amazing looking. It may take some time for it to grow on me. I think it's got the the logo on it a lot. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but it's like even stamped on the leather, yeah, all, oh, all through the, the middle. Huh. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, I thought it was a good-looking belt. I, I like it. Um, let's see. After that, we got to see the uh, the Young Bucks going up against the Lucha Brothers. Really good match. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the match of the night for me. Um, Man, that some of the stuff so that moves. they did. I know Ray did like a crazy. Or Phoenix, Ray Phoenix, uh, yeah. did like a crazy move. They all did crazy ass moves. They're all insane. They're all they're all pretty crazy. Yeah. Um. You know, props to the, props to the Young Bucks for coming out dressing like Elvis because they're in yeah. Las Vegas, so yeah. that made sense. Um, and making it rain those bucks. Yeah. But this matchup was really enjoyable, um, and worth checking out because it was really good. Yeah. I like the fact that the Lucha Brothers got right up in their face and said, oh, yeah, you know, um, but the young bucks ended up retaining the triple A tag team championship. Triple A. Triple A. Um, the only titles that were defended on that. Uh, yeah. It was the only championship match on the card. And then, uh, Oh, uh, by the way. Um, so apparently also Bret Hart fell off the stage. Yeah. As he was leaving. And that was the thing. Like, cause okay. So they had the split. I saw the picture of him falling. Oh, really? I haven't <laughs> seen that. So obviously they had the split tunnels and I noticed that Brett kept going like up towards the center. I'm like, where is he going? But then the camera fades out and we never got to see. But yeah, apparently he just walked right off the stage and <laughs> ended up being okay. But Damn, Brett. Come on, man. Come on now. Follow, like, how'd you get out there? Did you already forget? So how do you like the entrance? It was fine. I did not notice it, but people were saying... One side, the good guys come out. The other side, the bad guys come out. I can see that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like isn't that impact how it, zone. Isn't that how it used to be? Like the good guys would come out of one tunnel and the, and the bad guys would come out of the other? Because like back in the day, they dressed in separate locker rooms to keep them separated and all that. So it would make sense for them to use different tunnels. But I do like the tunnel. I do like Because yeah. I always liked how TNA impact, the impact zone was. Yeah. How they came out. I always liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mind it. I thought it was fine. Um, just, you know, let Bret Hart know next time yeah. which way to go. Yeah. Uh, and there were a couple of times or they the could camera, put a pole right there he could just slide down instead of falling <laughs> and there were a couple of times where Bret Hart didn't or not Bret Hart but the cameraman didn't know which way to go which like, way is up 
Yeah. And it was funny because, like, you see the camera going in, you see the person walking in to the right, and he's like, nope, go to the left. Ah, <laughs> oh, we have little things it. to work on. Yeah. A couple things to, to fix. Um, then the main event, Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega. Kenny suffered a busted nose in the early like, going. Yes. Dude, how many times did he did a fucking V trigger to him? Like, kept on, oh, he needs to face, needs to face. Yeah. He kept on V triggering uh, uh, Chris Jericho, which was awesome. Yeah. And then uh, the table, <laughs> what was that made out of? Yeah. Um, Those are weird tables, by the way. A couple cool spots on it, though. I like that. Yeah. Um, overall, I enjoyed the he match. And, uh-oh. We got a guest <laughs> coming, coming down coming, the aisle. She's coming down the aisle. Come here, girl. Weighing in at six pounds. How, how, how much? 23 pounds. Weighing at 23 pounds, playing with the flip-flop. From parts unknown. It's my daughter, Grace. Hey, baby I can get her to come over here. <laughs> but um, as far as the, the main event, Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega, I thought it was a, I thought it was a solid match. I yeah. thought it was really good. Both of those guys went out and proved why they are yeah. top draws. One um, thing I, I liked... And he said it in a video because he debuted, uh, Chris Jericho debuted a new finisher, mm-hmm. the Judas Effect. Yes. And he goes, they're billing, you know, because it's like a spinning back elbow or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like one, it's done. Once he hits it, you're done. Which that proved, you know. Yeah. Which I'm glad that they did that because I was like, oh, he hasn't hit it yet. And I was like, is this going to be one of this match if he hits it multiple times? Oh, he kicked out of it. He did not kick out of it. Yeah. I'm glad that they did, they went that, they went that route where they're like, okay, once he hits it, Match is over. That's it. You're done. Look at that baby. Whose baby is that? Whose baby is this? It's not my baby. <laughs> no, ma'am. You want to say something to the people? <laughs> say hi. She's shy. Grace, what did you think about Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega? <laughs> yeah? Yep. Buh. All right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. All right. Uh, <laughs> can we get a? Can we quote that? Can we put that on a T-shirt? Grace. Buh, Grace. Buh. Grace. A bear. Yeah. Buh. Uh, so uh, Chris Jericho ends up getting the victory, and uh, you know. Uh, but no, I I like that. Like I said, he just hit him and knocked him out. Yeah, and that was it. That was it. Done. That's all it took. Um, yeah, and the crowd was was hot throughout the entire night, but it was nothing, nothing compared to what happened when John Moxley appeared. Once he showed up, oh my God! Like if you go back, excuse me, getting the hiccups. If you go back and listen to the audio of that, the the roof like blows off of the oh yeah the place. For sure. For sure. Um, I was like, he's gonna attack Jericho. I was like, ah, whatever, attack Jericho. That was Jericho. for Mitch. <laughs> but uh, no, it was it was. Well done. He came through the crowd, shield style. You know, so that was a nice little touch. Um, the fact that Jim Ross is selling the hell out of it. Wait, just a minute. What? What the hell's going on? Like that's John Moxley. Like it reminded me of those days when we had the the Monday Night Wars. Um, you don't know who's showing up. You don't know who's going to show up. You don't know what they're doing. Why are they there? Um, I thought it was great. Um, you know speculation and rumors go yeah. all over the place. Everyone okay. has a conspiracy theory. Okay, so yeah, we did not know if he's going to show up to 
AEW. We didn't even know. We thought he's still maybe part of WWE because mm-hmm. that video he did. Yes. Which also, if you listen to Chris Jericho's podcast, mm-hmm. he explains uh, he made that video with. Yeah, because that was a big guy. that yeah. was a big talking point for a lot of people. Was that like, video oh, package. that's very overproduced. How did he get that? Yeah, stuff it was and, either AEW or WWE who did it. That none, was a lot of speculation. No one. Else. It was neither. neither. Yeah, he actually hired a crew to go out and make yeah. that. So. Uh, so all the speculation, all them, the rumors, yeah. it was for nothing because it's like, oh, he just actually went out and did it himself. Yeah, uh, and the crew did a fine job. At oh that. yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, so John Moxley officially now with AEW supposedly signed a multi-year contract with them, which he still can do other indie stuff. Yeah, so he's going to appear at New Japan. He's got Fighter Fest coming up, uh, a few other shows, but um. He's so excited about like all the new talent pool and stuff. Yeah, that he can, you know, and he getting like he doesn't have to bounce ideas off of people to mm-hmm. like or not bounce out or people don't have to tell him. Oh, you're gonna do this for yeah. your character. He has control of his character. Yeah. He's got the power now to do what he wants with his character. Uh, we will uh, we will get a little bit on the Moxley stuff in a little bit, mm-hmm. but I just want to finish this last part before yeah. we get to the Chris Jericho stuff. Um. So, yeah, so he DDTs Jericho, mm-hmm. the ref, yeah. and then he gets Kenny Omega up, and then they're both fighting. I was like, oh, man, I can't wait for that view. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Kenny Omega. I feel I like that's going to be. they fought each other before. They probably have in the past. I'm not for sure. They. I feel like that's going to be at the all-out uh, pay-per-view. Yeah. I feel like that's what, what they're building yeah. up towards, man, and it was great. So... Dude, Omega, and, and he, he got the best of Omega, and he was standing tall, and it was just mm. good, and everyone's going nuts yep. and stuff. And it's Poor like, Omega, man, because yeah. his nose was so jacked up throughout the entire match, and then he had to go and get beat down by the, by Moxley as well. And then after, they didn't show this, but someone filmed it at the end. Was It, it wasn't on the pay-per-view, but like Young Bucks, Omega, and Cody mm. thanked the whole crowd and stuff. Yeah. So, Because, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is a big deal. This is a huge success. And it shows that crowds, the wrestling fans, want an alternative. There's two people that were, are a part of being the elite that are signed to ROH that couldn't, because their contracts are not up. Mm-hmm. I would think they would jump ship. Uh, Scroll. Scroll and Marsh Scroll and Flip Gordon. Yeah. More than likely. Yep. Um,. So I mean, it's we're at the dawn of a new age, man. And I we're being positive. We got some events coming up before the TV show hits mm-hmm. October, right? October, yeah. We're still I, far I thought away. It was September, but it, yeah, we're still October. far away, man. We got like what four or five months? Yeah, we got June, July, August, September. So we got five months until until they're ready. Well, Shay got like a matches each or a pay per view or something each month. Like what's Fight for the Fallen's next month, right? Yeah, I or, don't know. Or Fighter Fest is next month. That's not even a pay per view. That's just yeah. a few matches at a gaming yeah. convention, right? Yes, it's just a special attraction kind of thing. Um, so they, you know, obviously they have time to build and get things ready. Yeah, they okay. So they get got their, being the elite, so they can put their stuff on there. Mm-hmm. That was uh, someone asked uh, on being the, the elite. They asked Matt because they're like taking questions from people. Yeah, is being the elite going to keep going after show starts? And they're like, 
after the uh, on TNT, it's like, man, I don't know. There's a lot of work to that, and mm-hmm. I don't know. We, I just don't know yet. It may or may not. So, it could be more of a, hey, here's our weekly update on our show. Because I don't here's know what the they can say and what they can't do on TNT. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some of the stuff and there's still a lot of questions um, that haven't been answered as far as will we see live programming each and every week or will they taped will it be taped a couple of weeks will they be in one venue or will they be in multiple because they haven't announced it but because um moxley and uh jericho were talking about live because he goes Mm -hmm. omega's never done stuff live that's true i mean eventually they're gonna have to go live uh for a few things but i mean if you think think back to the days of of Raw during the Monday Night Wars, they would do one live and then they would tape the next week or, mm-hmm. you know, vice versa. Um, so, I don't know. It's going to be... It, it's exciting times for sure. Um, John Moxley then cut a promo video saying, you know, I'm breathing fresh air. and Trying to regain my soul back. Yeah, and we're going to war. Like, this is a declaration of war. the industry on its back or stuff, whatever he said. Yeah, and this is a declaration of war. So, okay, we've got the new wrestling war. We're AEW versus WWE. Well, they're saying that, but I don't know if they mean it 100%, because they just want an nah. alternative, too. But yeah. I don't know if deep down, probably, they were like, they want to take business away from WWE. Of course, if you're going into the business, the main objective is to be successful. Dude, okay, so now we're going straight into, I'm going to say what we talk about. Yeah, let's do it. It sounds depressing mm-hmm. about what happened to... The time of Dean Ambrose yes. in WWE. Because if you have no creative freedom and the writers write stuff for you yep. and it gets changed ultimately by Vince McMahon... You're literally just playing a character. You're just playing a character. Yep. That you're they saying, pick for you're you. Saying their lines and there's some things I think that were different. I think John Cena has more control now mm-hmm. than he did back in the past. Well, in the new day, they kind of get to new do what day they too. Want. Enzo said his own stuff. I think too. Um, I think Rock did his own stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's a very select few yeah. that actually get con- get to say, "Hey, I don't like this. Here's what I want to change," and they go, "Okay." But yeah, so. it was it's it's really disheartening to hear oh, yeah. that someone who who works so hard on the promo like Dean Ambrose is forced to his he, apparently if you listen to he went to Vince McMahon's office a lot. Yeah. Say, Hey, I don't like this, how about this, this? And Vince is like, No, this is you. This is your character. This is what this yeah. is what you are. Pretty much saying, Deal with it, this is you. Yeah. This is what this is what I'm telling take you. It. you You're are. gonna take it. Yeah. Uh Okay, I'm just a wrestling fan who probably doesn't know shit, but it seems like that old man is out of touch. I'll agree with that. I mean, you know, some of the some of the jokes that Dean Ambrose was having to say, and some of the stuff that he even said that no, I don't. Well, like. make sure he doesn't see Pooper Scooper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like there were th- there were things on there where it's like, you know, this isn't a show. This is not a wrestling show for the entertainment of the crowd. This is a wrestling show for the entertainment of Vince McMahon. It's so like it's he's so, just doing what yeah. he wants because he wants to be entertained. It's crazy when he was like going through all the stuff. It's like they want me to get a rabies shot. I was like I remember that him getting a rabies mm-hmm. shot and stuff. And it's like oh, he was miserable during that time. Yep. And it's just uh, it's like okay, but I'm not gonna go out there and tell a joke about. I would think 
Because look at the people that are on top. I wonder if they're miserable. Even he, Vince McMahon wanted him to say a line about Roman Reigns' cancer. Yeah. That, that's like, just, dude, come on. It would backfire. Yeah. That's kind of like, okay, Muhammad Hassan. Mm-hmm. Just like that. It's just like, and I don't know, I wasn't there, but it's just like, he probably got told to do, hey, you're fighting Undertaker, yeah. and we're going to have these guys in masks come and beat him up, kind of like the terrorist stuff. Looks like that, and or then all could that stuff be, happened, and then he got the can because they didn't want him. Well, because sponsors came out and said that this is unacceptable. That wasn't his doing. If exactly. no one has control, it's, exactly. it's their fault, and they weren't going to take the scapegoat. He was the scapegoat, so he got yeah. the boot, and it sucked. Well, it's kind of like uh, after... Jerry. I love Muhammad Hassan. I, I, I liked that dude. Yeah. But it's like after uh, um, Jerry Lawler's mother had passed away, like Sunday night, Monday Monday night, Michael Cole's out there taking a shot. Like, And you know that wasn't Michael Cole. That was Vince McMahon. You see the saying pattern. That. It's Vincent McMahon. Yeah. So that's, that's not cool. Yeah. Not cool. So. You know what? You know what? Wonder. What I wonder, and maybe he's moved past it. In my head, I wonder if that dude who played Muhammad Hassan thinks about that every now and then. It's like I'm sure he does. He's probably scapegoat like, from Vince. He's probably know? like, dude, this, he, they were, looked like they were going to strap a rocket to his back. Yeah, but he's probably then, now like this. That cost me my career. Mm-hmm. Saying what they wanted me to say, doing what they wanted me to do, has cost me my career. Uh, I actually started a poll on uh, on. Uh, on our Facebook page of his podcast and said with Vince McMahon still in charge do you think WWE can put on a more entertaining product and recover from the poor ratings we had over 4,000 votes okay 17% said yes that they have faith in Vince McMahon putting on it a well it's the other for no 83% 83. 17, 83. out of 4,400 votes I'll tell you what they can put. Was, they can put on good segments and some good matches and stuff. But other yeah. things, it's there's not a Raw or SmackDown or pay per view where I've said this whole show was awesome. Yeah, I haven't was, I haven't said that for a long time. It's probably been years. It was thirty if even thirty six hundred votes. No, seven hundred sixty votes. Yes, in faith of of Vince McMahon. What was it? There was an interview with Dustin Rhodes, and he said that uh, people are walking. Watch his ass. <laughs> yeah, but he also said people are walking around on eggshells too. Mm-hmm. I can imagine that. I mean, I even asked, you know, what were your thoughts on Raw? Thumbs up or thumbs down this past week? Twenty percent thumbs up, eighty percent thumbs down. <laughs> over three thousand votes. The only one part I don't even think it was that great, but it was like a little shocking because Sammy said AEW. But even then, that was so poorly executed. Yeah, no pun intended with the, you know, electric chair there. But this this episode of Raw was so bad. There, it was like an hour in before we even have our first match <laughs> that last one minute, and then that ends, and we don't like. You, you it wasn't like until the seventy six uh, minute mark of a three hour show that we get our first actual. I will. Full match. I will say this. I did like. I chuckled a little bit. I thought it was kind of funny where like Brock learned the rules of the Money in the Bank. That to me just shows either he's stupid, or the writers are stupid because, or Vince is stupid for coming up with this idea of saying, "Hey, let's have Brock not understand the rules of Money in the Bank." Something that's been implement implemented in the in the freaking company for years. For years. Yeah. 
for over 10 years. I don't think he fucking cares. I don't think. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know Brock. Yeah. I don't think he cares. It's, it's like, like if you go up to a casual. show up and get paid. It's like if you, go up, if you go up to a casual wrestling fan and say, hey, how do you get eliminated in a Royal Rumble? Yeah. You get thrown over the top rope. Okay. Yeah. Like, and that would be like going up to Brock Lesnar. Hey, how do you get it? Eliminated from a Royal Rumble? I don't know. <laughs> like, really? I, I you don't know. know? I didn't look too much to it. I kind of thought it was funny. I also like the uh, videos people have been posting about music and him. Uh, I've gotten a chuckle out of, out of a couple of those. Yeah. But the fact that you're having one of your top draws show that he is not aware of the stipulations, like, that's just not good to me. Like... Vince thinks it's golden. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's his idea. That old man is so out of touch. It's yep. not even funny. And you've got Dolph, you've got Dolph Ziggler, who's a SmackDown star. Kofi Kingston, who's a SmackDown star. Xavier, who's a SmackDown star. All within the first 20 minutes of Raw. Wild card, bitches. Yeah. Shane, yeah. another one. I mean... This whole this whole wild card thing is getting old really fast because oh just, it, it got old when the first when they announced it yeah because they're just showing the exact same people over and over again Roman's gonna appear Kofi's gonna appear Shane's gonna appear like but not always mostly but what if they have that one person you didn't expect <laughs> yeah like Apollo Cruz oh no we got Zack Ryder on it's so wild. Uh, SmackDown you haven't seen we haven't seen the Raw Tag Team Champions in three weeks God. You know, like this this raw was bad. There's, there's no other word to describe it. It was just bad. So what what do you take out of um them mentioned AEW on Raw? Because okay, I felt, so I felt like this whole segment was designed for it. Really? Yes. Cuz the crowd was chanting it throughout the night and the fact that they advertised Throughout the entire show, we're going to debut a new segment called The Electric Chair where Corey Graves is going to talk to the WWE Universe and nothing is off limits. The two days after Double or Nothing, you're going to have a segment like that and say, no subject is off limits. What do you got for us? Now, of course, they pre-screened some of the... They pre-screened the questions. Yeah. Um, But what if, like... Okay, so they tell you what question you could say or whatever. I feel but like at it the was, end they were like, you switch your question up. What would they do to you? Then they would have done whatever Sami Zayn was going to originally do. What about AEW? I think he was kind of waiting for someone to do that because he ends up going, guys, you guys can ask me anything. You could even ask me about AEW. Someone's getting played on this, but online, uh, um. Dave Meltzer said he has a source that said that was planned, but Brian Alvarez said he has a source. Yeah, that said they that both was... have sources, and neither of them know what they're talking about. Well, at times they do, but <laughs> I think their sources are playing them against them. Yeah, probably. But, I mean, roll your eyes. I like those guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fine. Brian Alvarez. But I felt like this whole segment, as terrible as it was, I felt like that was its intentional purpose to be like oh my god look we said we said it on tv oh my gosh like get over yourself yeah seriously vince she crying exactly i'd cry too she don't my my daughter didn't like her she's crying i don't know if you can hear one of the one of the only saving graces about this uh no pun intended Uh uh, was the uh, ricochet and cesaro match which i missed and again it's more 50 50 booking 
Cesaro won last week, so guess who's winning this week? Ricochet, of course. Um, but he's the one and only. That's right. The uh, The fatal four-way was a train wreck because during the match, they come out and say, this is a fatal four-way elimination match, which means one gets pinned and the match is not over. Right? That's. I mean, what what happens in, a, in an elimination match, right? We're going to change the rules at the last minute. So apparently, according to the commentators, um, Lashley and Strowman eliminated themselves by going through the crowd and out to the out of the arena. So again, lazy booking. Yeah. They don't know what they're doing. You know. But you know it, the crazy part? I don't think they think that. No. They're like, oh, the crowd. They don't know what's going on. I think. Okay. They just know it's a. They're gonna have way. to hit rock bottom to think. Think change their thinking process. Are they though? But I would think that. But also because at the same time, I think they're so stubborn. They're like, I don't care. I don't care if we get low ratings. I'm gonna do what I want to do. Well, they've and got you're the, gonna like it. They've got the lowest ratings ever going right now. Well, it's not good looking going into Fox. They're having to cancel live events now. Why? Due to poor attendance and low ticket sales. I heard that they're also canceling Monday's uh, house shows because they're going to have certain SmackDown stars on Raw. Yeah. Or, yeah. So they're canceling events now. I guess some of the people are like, heck yeah, give us a little break. Or they're like, that's money out of our pockets. I don't know. I don't know. 500 bucks for one night, according to Dean Ambrose. Which he, that, that's what he made on his final night, the WWE Network special. The that's last some, that's some petty ass shit. Yeah, you pay your, you pay the guy who's leaving five hundred bucks, which is what someone makes for just and showing up. Cash it. It's like yeah. just put it on a frame on the wall. <laughs> what petty a, ass. What a shit. joke. Yeah, uh, it's just it's just bad business. Oh yeah, what it is. It's gonna make other opportunities for people and they're going to go off and do I wonder if they're so petty that someone official from WWE will hear this and (laughs) well we know they're listening yeah but I wonder if they will give Renee Young like some trouble I don't know I hope I would I hope they wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised Probably that's, take her off of commentary. If they do that, that's that, that freaking bully mentality. Yep. It's like, well, you're just not doing that well in commentary, so we're going to take you off. Um, I'm an old man who, when back in the day, we bullied people because we wanted to and got away with it, and that's mm-hmm. how it was. Yep. Um, I'll tell you two people who are looking to leave pretty soon because they made Maria mention and Mike. Yep. They made mention only three weeks left on their contracts. So... Uh, be on the lookout for that. It doesn't mean that they will go to AEW because AEW is not taking everybody. That's true. But more than likely, they'll say, yeah, we can probably squeeze you in. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. <clears throat> uh, did you see that WWE instructed security confiscate AEW-related signs at SmackDown? Really? Yeah. I wonder if there's some people in the crowd who were at Double or Nothing who had the shirts on. Will they confiscate shirts or tell you to leave? I don't know. Get over yourself. Who knows? That, oh, that's another thing. Cody said, and did you did you watch the post interviews? Uh, some of them. Cody was saying, you know, fans can wear whatever they want. They can wear yeah. other wrestling shirts mm-hmm. there. You know, we're not gonna have no problem with that. 
It's allowed at independent wrestling shows, so why yeah. not? I mean, yeah. what's the big deal? Oh, WWE gets oh, no, butt hurt. Remo- yeah, they do. It's very petty. Yeah. So Ross sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, to sum things up. Um, Seth hungry. Rollins defeated Sami Zayn. Whatever. Nikki Cross defeated Becky Lynch and Iconics. Yeah, it happened. The Usos had a barbecue party. Which was lame. Yeah, again. Cornhole. And then we had the twenty four seven title running around, which didn't, which nothing. Did you happened. ever watch? Did you watch in the Starcast uh, that clip where Cody and the Young Bucks were talking about the twenty four seven title and how bad it looks and all that Mm-mm. stuff? You got to watch it. It's like I love Mick, but everyone just shit all over him and stuff. <laughs> and that title was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty pretty gnarly. Uh, let's see, SmackDown, Kofi Kingston. I mean, let's just kind of blaze through SmackDown because yeah, it, it blazed my winning. <laughs> Even SmackDown wasn't on, yeah. on its par. I think it, I think Raw just left such a poor taste in my mouth that I was kind of like... I left a poor taste in my mouth. I had to go brush my teeth. I'll um, be completely honest. I turned SmackDown off did at when the main event started. Because I was Dang. like, I know how it's going to end. It's the land of was, opportunity, though. Huh? It's the land of opportunity. To some degree. <laughs> uh, to our truth, maybe. Oh, yeah. He, he lost up. it and got it back. Yeah. That was the one little thing where I was like, oh, I missed that. Okay. So... In history, people's okay. So, I don't know if you count Titus O'Neil as the first champion, then Bobby Roode, then our Robert Roode, Robert Roode, get it right, then Elias, then our truth. Wait, no, then our truth, then Elias, then our truth. Yeah, so our truth, the first ever two-time twenty-four-seven champ. So that's forty-eight fourteen. Um, champion NXT people stay in NXT. Yes, please, for the love of God. UK NXT. Um, UK NXT. Daniel Bryan and Rowan want competition, which brought out heavy machinery because Ooh, they're established. Do right? your Otis impression. Hey, Tucker! <laughs> Steaks and weights. Steaks and weights, baby! Steaks and weights, Tucker! <laughs> uh, Mandy Rose defeated Carmella very yeah, quickly. That happened. Shane McMahon appreciated himself uh-huh. all over the people. Place. Oh. Our truth lost the twenty four seven championship. Bailey defeats Lacey Evans. Yeah, because that builds a star. Yep. Um. Then afterwards, Charlotte attacked Lacey Evans. Yeah. So their friendship is oh been discontinued. Uh, Roman and our truth defeat Elias and Drew McIntyre. Our truth and then defeats Elias to become two time twenty four seven championship. I can't wait for that replica title championship. to come out. Uh, I think it's already available. God damn! I think it's like three hundred and fifty bucks or three something. Like, who in their right mind would buy that? Someone will. You know someone will. Aside from, like, the OCD, I have to have every belt that's available. There's someone out there who probably likes it. I'm not going to lie. There's probably... There probably is. I'm sure there is. Did you see that there was a video on on YouTube? Someone collected, like, the user-created designs for a 24-7 belt and, like, released a compilation of it. Huh. So, I'll have to see if I can send it... uh, Find it and send it to you. Because, like, there are actually some pretty decent decent design belts but you can tell that one was just so freaking rushed it's mm-hmm. so ugh ugh yuck ugh with a side of ugh but hey you know what will draw in ratings hang on uh goofy people that talk about mustard and get rabies shots the undertaker players oh, sorry sorry cause he's gonna be on raw next week Un- oh, okay that's another thing I don't like how they're they're so close to the Jetta event, mm-hmm. and they're building up like you saw that thing, the package with Triple H and Randy Orton. Yeah, we haven't seen a face to face with them at all. What? That's, That's like stuff built. in the past. Yes, 
And then you have Leave the memories alone. Undertaker. Then you're gonna have Goldberg. I'm like, look, I'm gonna watch that match because I'm <laughs> kind of interested because they never we fought have to each talk other. about it because I'm because they never fought each other. And not to mention, they're well, gonna have, they fought a little bit, and, and they're gonna have a 50 man Royal Rum- Battle Royal, Royal Rumble Battle Royal, whichever. Where are they Whatever. gonna find all these people? Because in the crowd, Kevin Owens not going, Alex Black's not going, Sami Zayn's not going, Daniel Bryan's not going. NXT people, two or five people. And it's gonna be like random folks. UK off the people. Yeah. Uh, like didn't they do that last year where they had like a former sumo wrestler or something? Shit, I don't know. Man, man, man. She. I don't even know. Um, but we do have something to look forward to this weekend. That's NXT Takeover Twenty Five. Which should be fun. Oh, I thought you were like Dave and Buster's. That t- well, that's you know that's not wrestling related. Well, we're gonna my we're gonna lay the smack down on some video games. I'll tell you Beat that much. Show it's gonna kids. be a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Hell yeah, we are. Hell yeah. <laughs> They're gonna be laser tag around. We'll Beat their ass. Take them. Show them what's up. Um, let's see. Matt Riddle. We're not gonna give predictions on this one. Just we'll just talk about it because I haven't been following NXT. Uh, Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong. It should be good. It should be really good. Uh, Velveteen Dream versus Tyler Breeze for the NXT North American should Championship. Should be good. Yeah. Uh, Danny Birch, Orny, Oni Lorcan mm-hmm. uh, versus the Street Profits versus the uh, Forgotten Sons versus so what happened? Bobby they, Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. The War Raiders dropped their titles? Yes. Like, they vacated them. Why? Just so they can, so move they can be on the main roster and not be used. Because so we haven't seen them in two weeks. Yeah. That Fair makes enough. sense. Because yeah. the wild card. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It'll be great. Yeah. Amazing. We they're can build be like, all new stars like Shane McMahon. Yeah. Well, they're going to be in the same boat as uh, Otis and Tucker. What better way to establish in Drew McIntyre as a top player than have him be a lackey? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Hey, you're going to like it because Vince McMahon says so. Oh, is that it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so... Danny Burch, Oni Lorcan versus Street Profits versus Forgotten Sons versus Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. I don't know if ladder be, match. I don't know if it'd be a safe bet to put it on uh, Red Dragon, or are they gonna go with like? Cause I feel like Profits. they want Street Profits or Forgotten Sons. Yeah, but it's gonna be a ladder match for the vacant NXT tag titles. Uh, women's Championship: Shayna Baszler versus Io Shirai should be a good match. I think so. Um, and then the main event: NXT Championship. Can't go wrong with this. Johnny, put on a good Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby. Yep. Adam uh, Cole, baby. Should be a good match for sure. Uh, so there you go. That does that. Those are some great picks. Dicks. Those were some great Dicks. Uh Hot topics. Only really have one. Former WWE superstar Terry Runnels, former wife of Goldust, was arrested this week. Did you hear this? No. It happened today. Um, apparently, she walked into an airport okay. with a gun, oh. which is a class three felony. You ain't getting out. <laughs> yeah. Don't know if it was intentional or accidental. Oops, left that in my other bag. Sorry. Whoopsie daisy. Sorry Check there, this officer. out. It's a, it's a desk pop. So, <laughs> so details coming soon on, yeah. on what's happening there. Shit. So, never, never a good thing. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Anything, anything that you have, sir? Um, watch Double or Nothing. 
Yes. Uh, listen to the Chris Jericho podcast with uh, John Moxley. Dude, look, whenever John Moxley came out on the pay-per-view, I said Dean Ambrose automatically. I hope it's all those professional habit. people Force on the broadcast will not say Dean Ambrose whenever TV shows. St- and they might. I mean, it's a forced habit. You know someone for so long. You know, Like if I were to change my name. Dean Moxley and John Ambrose. Yes. Like if I were to randomly change my name one day. People would still accidentally call me by what they're used to, you know? Danny Heron. Who's that guy? Daniel Ray. Danny Ray. That's right. Blip. Um, so, yeah. So, that's all I got. Um, check us out on WrestlingNewsForce.com. Come here. If you have any questions for us, leave it on our Facebook page, Dumbass Podcast. Uh, we're on WrestlingNewsForce.com on Facebook. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Force Podcast. I'll go ahead and say it for you. You can subscribe to our show on Stitcher, BeyondPodPlayer.fm, Satchel, wherever iTunes and other iPods and podcasts are available to you. And you can follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore Abear. So for the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abear, and this is my baby. That's your baby. Hi, baby Glaze. <laughs> <laughs> and we will catch you all bye bye. next week. Bye-bye.